0: Day and night and night and day the living creatures give their praise to him who
1: Shalom, everyone. Welcome back to our final reading of the fourth book of Maccabees. Just what a blessing this has been. It has been a life-changing read from the first time we read it and even again this time. And we're just so blessed to be able to bring these words to you and hope that it has blessed you as well. In this day and age where the world is against us, we have to have the boldness and strength of a Maccabee to survive and endure. So we hope that you can apply these lessons and stories to your own life and that you can become stronger and more confident to stand and be righteous for Yahuwah. Amen. We are going to be reading out of the Sefer, which you can get at sefer.net. If you are following along, The third and fourth book is not available, so we are going to be sharing the Brenton Septuagint up on the screen. Mm -hmm. And we are going to finish up, like I said, the fourth book of Maccabees. This is chapters 10 through 18. Chapter 10. Now this one, having endured this praiseworthy death, the third was brought along and exhorted by many to taste and save his life. But he cried out and said, Know ye not that the father of those who are dead begot me also, and that the same mother bore me, and that I was brought up in the same tenets? I abjure not the noble relationship of my brethren, Now then, whatsoever instrument of vengeance ye have, apply it to my body, for ye are not able to touch, even if ye wish it my soul. But they, highly incensed at his boldness of speech, dislocated his hands and feet with racking engines and wrenching them from their sockets, dismembered him and they dragged round his fingers and his arms and his legs and his ankles, and not being able by any means to strangle him, they tore off his skin, together with the extreme tips of his fingers, flayed him and then hauled him to the wheel, around which his vertebral joints were loosened, and he saw his own flesh torn to shreds and streams of blood flowing from his entrails. And when about to die, he said, We, O cursed tyrant, suffer this for the sake of divine education and virtue. But you, for your impiety and bloodshedding, shall endure in dissolvable torments. And thus, having died worthily and his brethren, they dragged forward and forth, saying, Do not share the madness of your brethren, but give regard to the king and save yourself. But he said to them, You have not a fire so scorching as to make me play the coward. By the blessed death of my brethren and the eternal punishment of the tyrant and the glorious life of the pious, I will not repudiate the noble brotherhood. Invent, O tyrant, tortures that you may learn even through them that I am the brother of those tormented before. When he had said this, the bloodthirsty and murderous and unhallowed Antiochus ordered his tongue to be cut out. But he said, Even if you take away the organ of speech, yet Elohim hears the silent. Behold, my tongue is extended, cut it off. For not for that shall you extirpate our reasoning. Gladly do we lose our limbs in behalf of Elohim, but Elohim shall speedily find you, since you cut off the tongue, the instrument of divine melody.
0: Chapter 11 And when he had died, disfigured in his torments, the fifth leaped forward and said, I intend not, O tyrant, to get excused from the torment which is on behalf of virtue, But I've come of my own accord that by the death of me, you may owe heavenly vengeance a punishment for more crimes. O hater of virtue and of men, what have we done that you thus revel in our blood? Does it seem evil to you that we worship the founder of all things and live according to his surpassing Torah? But this is worthy of honors, not torments. Had you been capable of the higher feelings of men and possessed the hope of Yeshua from Elohim? Behold now, being alien from Elohim, you make war against those who are observant toward Elohim. As he said this, the spear bearers bound him and drew him to the catapult to which binding him at his knees and fastening them with iron fetters, they bent down his loins upon the wedge of the wheel, and his body was then dismembered scorpion fashion. With his breath thus confined and his body strangled, he said, A great favor you bestow upon us, O tyrant, by enabling us to manifest our adherence to the Torah by means of nobler sufferings he also being dead, the sixth quite a youth was brought out and on the tyrant asking him whether he would eat and be delivered. He said, I am indeed younger than my brothers, but in understanding I am as old for having been born and reared unto the same end. We are bound to die also on behalf of the same cause so that if ye think proper to torment us for not eating the unclean torment as he said this they brought him to the will extended upon which with limbs racked and dislocated he was gradually roasted from beneath and having heated sharp spits they approached them to his back and having transfixed his sides they burned away his entrails, and he, while tormented, said, O period, good and holy, in which, for the sake of the faith, we brethren have been called to the conquest, contest of pain, and have not been conquered. For observant understanding, O tyrant, is unconquered. Armed with upright virtue, I also shall depart with my brethren. I, too, bearing with me a great avenger, O despiser of tortures, an enemy of the truly pious, we six youths have destroyed your tyranny, for is not your inability to overrule our reasoning and to compel us to eat the unclean, your destruction. Your fire is cold to us, your catapults are painless, and your violence harmless. For the guard's not of a tyrant, but of a divine Torah are our defenders. Through this, we keep our reasoning unconquered.
1: Chapter 12. When he too had undergone blessed martyrdom and died in the cauldron in which he had been thrown, the seventh, the youngest of all came forward whom the tyrant, pitying, though he had been dreadfully reproached by his brethren, seeing him already compassed with chains, had him brought near and endeavored to counsel him, saying, You see the end of the madness of your brethren, for they have died to torture through disobedience, and you, if disobedient, having been miserably tormented, will yourself perish prematurely. But if you obey, you shall be my friend and have a charge over the affairs of the kingdom. And having thus exhorted him, he sent for the mother of the boy, that by condoling with her for the loss of so many sons, he might incline her through the hope of safety to render the survivor obedient. And he, after his mother had urged him on in the Avrit tongue, as we shall soon relate, said, Release me, that I may speak to the king and all his friends. And they, rejoicing exceedingly at the promise of the youth, quickly let him go. And he, running up to the pan, said, Impious tyrant and most blasphemous man, were you not ashamed, having received prosperity and a kingdom from Elohim, to slay his servants and to rack the doers of holiness?' Wherefore the divine vengeance is reserving you for eternal fire and torments, which shall cling to you for all time. Were you not ashamed, man as you are, yet most savage, to cut out the tongues of men of like feeling and origin, and having thus abused to torture them? But they, bravely dying, fulfilled their faith towards Elohim, but you shall groan according to your deserts deserts for having slain without cause the champions of virtue. Wherefore, he continued, I myself, being about to die, will not forsake my brethren. And I call upon the Elohim of my fathers to be merciful to my race. But you, both living and dead, he will punish. Thus having prayed, he hurled himself into the pans and so expired.
0: Chapter 13 If then the seven brethren despise troubles even unto death, it is confessed on all sides that righteous reasoning is absolute master over the passions. For just as if, had they as slaves to the passions eaten of the unholy, we should have said that they had been conquered by them. Now it is not so. But by means of the reasoning, which is praised by Elohim, they mastered their passions. And it is impossible to overlook the leadership of reflection, for it gained the victory over both passions and troubles. How then can we avoid, according to these men, mastery of passion through right reasoning, since they drew not back from the pains of fire? For just as by means of towers projecting in front of harbors, men break the threatening waves, and thus assure a still course to vessels entering port, so that seven-towered right reasoning of the young men securing the harbor of the faith conquered the intemperance of passions. For having arranged a holy choir of piety, they encouraged one another, saying, Brothers, may we die brotherly for the Torah. Let us imitate the three young men in assure who despise the equally afflicting furnace. Let us not be cowards in the manifestation of piety. And one said, Courage, brother, and another nobly endure, and another remember of what stock ye are. And by the hand of our father Yitzhak endured to be slain for the sake of piety. And one and all, looking on each other, serene and confident, said, Let us sacrifice with all our heart our souls to Elohim, who gave them, and employ our bodies for the keeping of the Torah. Let us not fear him who thinks he kills, for great is the trial of soul and danger of eternal torment laid up for those who transgress the commandment of Elohim. Let us arm ourselves, therefore, in the after, abnegation of the divine reasoning if we suffer this avraham and yitzhak and yaakov will receive us and all the fathers will commend us and as each one of the brethren was hauled away the rest exclaimed disgrace us not O brother nor falsely those who died before you now you are not ignorant of the charm of brotherhood which the divine And all wise providence has imparted through fathers to children and has engendered through the mother's womb, in which these brothers, having remained in equal time and having been formed for the same period, had been increased by the same blood and having been perfected through the same principle of life and having been brought forth at equal intervals and having sucked milk from the same fountains. Hence their brotherly souls are reared up lovingly together and increased the more powerfully by reason of this simultaneous rearing and by daily intercourse and by other education and exercise in the Torah of Elohim. Brotherly love being thus sympathetically constituted, the seven brethren had a more sympathetic mutual harmony. For being educated in the same Torah and practicing the same virtues and reared up in a just course of life, they increased this harmony with each other. For a like ardor for what is right and honorable increased their fellow feeling towards each other. For it acting along with the faith made their brotherly feeling more desirable to them. And yet, although nature and intercourse and virtuous morals Increase their brotherly love. Those who were left endured to behold their brethren who were ill-used for their faith, tortured even unto death.
1: Chapter 14. And more than this, they even urged them to this ill treatment so that they not only despised pains themselves, but they even got the better of their affections of brotherly love. O reasonings more royal than a king and freer than freemen, sacred and harmonious concert of the seven brethren as concerning piety, none of the seven youths turned cowardly or shrank back from death, but all of them, as though running the road to immortality, hastened on to death through tortures." For just as hands and feet are moved sympathetically with the directions of the soul, so those holy youths agreed unto death for the sake of the faith, as through the immortal soul of the faith. O holy seven of harmonious brethren, for as the seven days of creation about the faith, so the youths circling around the number seven annulled the fear of torments. We now shudder at the recital of the affliction of those young men, but they not only beheld and not only heard the immediate execution of the threat, but undergoing it, persevered, and that through the pains of fire. And what could be more painful for the power of fire, being sharp and quick, speedily dissolved their bodies? And think it not wonderful that reasoning bore rule over these men in their torments, when even a woman's mind despised more manifold pains. For the mother of those seven youths endured the rackings of each of her children. And consider how comprehensive is the love of offspring, which draws everyone to sympathy of affection where irrational animals possess a similar sympathy and love for their offspring with men. The tame birds frequently, the roofs of our houses, defend their fledglings. Others build their nests and hatch their young in the tops of mountains and in the precipices of valleys and the holes and tops of trees and keep off the intruder. And if not able to do this, they fly circling round them in agony and affection, calling out in their own note and save their offspring in whatsoever manner they are able. But why should we point attention to the sympathy toward children shown by irrational animals? The very bees at the season of honeymaking attack all who approach and pierce with their sting as with a sword those who draw near their hive and repel them even unto death. But sympathy with her children did not turn aside the mother of the young men who had a Ruach kindred with that of Avraham.
0: Chapter 15 O reasoning of the sons, lord over the passions and the faith more desirable to a mother than progeny the mother, when two things were set before her, the faith and the safety of her seven sons for a time, on the conditional promise of a tyrant, rather elected the faith which, according to Elohim, preserves to eternal life. Oh, in what way can I describe ethically the affections of parents toward their children, the resemblance of soul and of And grafted into the small type of a child in a wonderful manner, especially through the greater sympathy of mothers with the feelings of those born of them. For by how much mothers are by nature weak in disposition and prolific in offspring, by so much the fonder they are of children. And of all mothers, the mother of the seven was the fondest of her children who in seven childbirths had deeply engendered love toward them and through her many pains undergone in connection with each one was compelled to feel sympathy with them, yet through fear of Elohim who neglected the temporary salvation of her children. Not but that on account of the excellent disposition of the Torah, her maternal affection toward them was increased. For they were both just and temperate and manly and high-minded and fond of their brethren and so fond of their mother that even unto death they obeyed her by observing the Torah. And yet, though there were so many circumstances connected with love of children to draw on a mother to sympathy, in the case of none of them were the various tortures able to pervert her principle. But she inclined each one separately and all together to the death for the faith. O oh, holy nature and paternal feeling and reward of bringing up children an unconquerable maternal affection. At the racking and roasting of each one of them, the observant mother was prevented by the faith from changing. She beheld her children's fret flesh dissolving around the fire and their extremities quivering on the ground and the flesh of their heads drop forwards down to their beards like masks o oh, mother who is tried at this time with bitter pangs than those of parturition o oh, you only holy o oh, you only woman who has brought forth perfect holiness your firstborn expiring turns you not nor the second looking miserable in his torments, nor the third breathing out his soul, nor when did beheld the eyes of each of them looking sternly upon their tortures and their nostrils foreboding death, did you weep when you did see children's flesh heaped upon children's flesh that had been torn off, heads decapitated upon heads, dead falling upon the dead, and a choir of children turned through torture into burying ground, you lamented not. Not so do siren melodies or songs of swans attract the hearers to listening. O oh, voices of children calling upon your mother in the midst of torments. With that, with what and what manner of torments was the mother herself tortured as her sons were undergoing the wheel and the fires but observant reasoning, having strengthened her courage in the midst of sufferings, enabled her to forego, for the time, parental love. Although, beholding the destruction of seven children, the noble mother, after one embrace, stripped off her feelings through faith in Elohim. For just as in a council room, beholding in her own soul vehement counselors, nature, and parentage, and love of her children, and the racking of her children, she holding two votes, one for the death, the other for the preservation of her children, did not lean to that which would have saved her children for the safety of a brief space. But this daughter of Avraham remembered his holy fortitude. O oh, holy mother of a nation, avenger of the Torah, and defender of the faith, and prime bearer in the battle of the affections, O nobler in endurance than males, and more manly than men in patience. For as the ark of Noah, bearing the world in the world feeling flood, bore up against the waves, so you, the guardian of the Torah, when surrounded on every side by the flood of passions, and straitened by violent storms, which were the torments of your children, did bear up nobly against the storms against the faith.
1: Chapter 16 If then even a woman, and that an aged one, and the mother of seven children, endured to see her children's torments, even unto death, Confessedly observant reasoning is master even of the passions. I have proved, then, that not only men have obtained the mastery of their passions, but also that a woman despised the greatest torments. And not so fierce were the lions round Daniel, nor the furnace of Michiel, burning with most vehement fires as the natural love of children burned within her when she beheld her seven sons tortured. But with the reasoning of the faith, the mother quenched passions so great and powerful. For we must consider also this, that had the woman been faint-hearted as being their mother, she would have lamented over them, and perhaps might have spoken thus, Ah, wretched I, and many times miserable, who having borne seven sons, have become the mother of none. O seven useless childbirths and seven profitless periods of labor and fruitless givings of suck and miserable nursings at the breast. Vainly for your sakes, O sons, have I endured many pangs and the more difficult anxieties of rearing. Alas, of my children, some of you unmarried and some who have married to no profit, I shall not see your children, nor be... Facilitated as a grandmother, ah, that I who had many and unfair and I'm ah, that I who had many and fair children, should be a lone widow full of sorrows. Nor should I die; shall I have a son to bury me? But with such a lament is this the holy and Elohim fearing mother bewailed none of them nor did she divert any of them from death, nor grieve for them as for the dead. But as one possessed with an adamantine mind, and as one bringing forth again her full number of sons to immortality, she rather with supplication exhorted them to death in behalf of the faith. O woman, soldier of Elohim, for the faith you aged and a female, have conquered through endurance even a tyrant, and though but weak, have been found more powerful in deeds and words. For when you were seized along with your children, you stood looking upon Eleazar in torments, and said to your sons in the Avrit tongue, O sons, noble is the contest, to which you, being called as a witness for the nation, strive zealously for the Torah of your country for it were disgraceful that this old man should endure pains for the sake of righteousness and that you who are younger should be afraid of the tortures remember that through Elohim ye obtained existence and have enjoyed it and on this second account ye ought to bear every affliction because of Elohim for whom also our father Avraham was forward to sacrifice Yitzhak, our progenitor, and shuddered not at the sight of his own paternal hand, descending down with the sword upon him. And the righteous Daniel was cast unto the lions. And Hanayahu and Arzayahu and Mishiel were slung out into the furnace of fire, yet they endured through Elohim. You then, having the same faith towards Elohim, be not troubled. For it is unreasonable that they who know the faith should not stand up against troubles. With these arguments, the mother of seven, extorting each of her sons, over-persuaded them from transgressing the commandment of Elohim. And they saw this, too, that they who die for Elohim live to Elohim, as Avraham and Yitzhak and Yaakov and all the patriarchs
0: chapter 17 and some of the spear bearers said that when she herself was about to be seized for the purpose of being put to death she threw herself upon the pile rather than they should touch her person O mother who together with seven children did destroy the violence of the tyrant and render void his wicked intentions and exhibit the nobleness of faith for you as a house bravely put upon bravely built upon the pillar of your children did bear without swaying the shock of tortures be of good cheer therefore o holy minded mother holding the firm substance of the hope of your steadfastness with Elohim Not so gracious does the moon appear with the stars in heaven as you are established honorable before Elohim and fixed in the expanse with your sons who you did illuminate with the faith to the stars. For your bearing of children was after the fashion of a child of Avraham. And were it lawful for us to paint as on a tablet the faith of your story, the spectators would not shudder at beholding the mother of seven children enduring for the sake of the faith various tortures, even unto death. And it had been a worthy thing to have inscribed upon the tomb itself these words as a memorial to those of the nation. Here an aged priest and an aged woman and seven sons are buried through the violence of a tyrant who wished to destroy the polity of the Ibrahim. These, are also, these also avenged their nation, looking unto Elohim, and enduring torments unto death. For it was truly a divine contest, which was carried through by them. For at the time, virtue presided over the contest, approving the victory through endurance, namely, immortality, eternal life. Eliezer was the first to contend, and the mother of the seven children entered the contest, and the brethren contended. The tyrant was the opposite, and the world and living men were the spectators. And reverence for Elohim conquered and crowned her own athletes, who did not admire these champions of true legislation, who were not astonished. The tyrant himself and all their counsel, counsel admired their endurance, through which also they now stand beside the divine throne and live a blessed life. For Moshe says, And all the Kodeshim are under your hands. These therefore, having been sanctified through Elohim, have been honored not only with this honor, but that also by their means the enemy did not overcome our nation and that the tyrant was punished, and their country purified. For they became the antipoised to the sin of the nation, and the divine providence saved Yasharel, aforetime afflicted by the blood of those pious ones, and the proprietary death. For the tyrant Antiochus, looking to their manly virtue, and to their endurance and torture, proclaimed that endurance as an example to his soldiers. And they proved to be to him noble and brave for land battles and for sieges. And he conquered and stormed the towns of all his enemies.
1: Chapter 18 O Yashareli children, descendants of the seed of Avraham, obey this Torah, and in every way be observant, knowing that observant reasoning is lord of the passions, and those not only inward but outward. When those persons giving up their bodies to pains for the sake of the faith were not only admired by men, but were deemed worthy of a divine portion, and the nation through them obtained peace, and having renewed the observance of the Torah in their country, drove the enemy out of the land. And the tyrant Antiochus was both punished upon the earth and is punished now that he is dead. For when he was quite unable to compel Yashareel to adopt foreign customs and to desert the manner of life of their fathers, then departing from Jerusalem, he made war against the Persians. And the righteous mother of the seven children spoke also as follows to her offspring. I was a pure virgin and went not beyond my father's house, but I took care of the built-up rib. No destroyer of the desert or ravisher of the plain injured me, nor did the destructive deceitful snake make spoil of my chaste virginity, and I remained with my man during the period of my prime. And these, my children, having arrived at maturity, their father died, blessed was he for having sought out a life of fertility in children. He was not grieved with a period of loss of children. And he used to teach you when yet with you the Torah and the prophets. He used to read to you the slaying of Havel by Cain and the offering up of Yitzhak and the imprisonment of Yosef. And he used to tell you, of the zealous Pinanak, and informed you of Hanayahu and Ariziahu and Mishael in the fire. And he used to glorify Daniel, who was in the den of lions and pronounced him blessed. And he used to put you in mind of the scripture of Yeshayahu, which says, even if you pass through the fire, it shall not burn you. He chanted to you, David, the hymn writer, who says, Many are the afflictions of the just. He declared the Proverbs of Solomon, who says, He is a tree of life to all those who do His will. He used to verify Yeziachael, who said, Shall these dry bones live? For he did not forget the song which Moshe taught, proclaiming, I will kill and I will make to live. This is our life and the length of our days. Oh, that bitter and yet not bitter day when the bitter tyrant of the Yavaim, quenching fire with flame in his cruel cauldrons, brought with boiling rage the seven sons of the daughter of Avraham to the catapult and to all his torments. He pierced the balls of their eyes and cut out their tongues and put them to death with varied tortures. Wherefore divine retribution pursued, and will pursue the pestilent wretch. But the children of Avraham, with their victorious mother, are assembled together to the choir of their fathers, having received pure and immortal souls from Elohim, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And that concludes our reading of the four books of Maccabees. Thank you so much for joining with us. We do hope this was a blessing for you. Just stand bold like a Maccabee and know that whether it be in life or in death, there is victory in Yahuwah.
0: Shalom. Shalom.
1: Day and night and night and day, the living just give their praise to him who lives
0: eternally, they never cease from saying, holy, holy is your